3: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today, we're going to talk about episode three of the new Marvel Disney Plus series, Miss Marvel. Um, We kind of talked about what we thought this episode would be last week. And the way that it started, I was nervous that it was going to be like one long backstory episode. Um, But I think they did a good job of giving us the backstory without it taking away from the story they're trying to tell currently. Uh, There are also so many things thrown in this episode that could be pulled in so many different ways to say, you know, new characters being brought in, uh, new groups, I guess you would call them being brought in. Um, So I'm very excited to, Talk about this episode and all of the wild and crazy things, even though we really didn't get much, much like Miss Marvel being Miss Marvel. Um, that's okay because so much other stuff happened that I was fine with that, even though that is what I want more of, though. Give us more, I want more big fists punching stuff. So, uh, yeah, first thoughts for this episode. I'm trying to think. Of where,
1: like, the the meme or the Giphy generated, but it's basically the one that's just screaming for more. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's basically, basically <laughs> me after this episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, these... Uh, one thing that struck me this morning whenever I was watching this episode is how uh, really consistently high quality and engaging these first three episodes have been. And the end of this one promises that we're heading to very exciting new places next week. So, I'm with Luke. Like, let's keep going. I'm so excited for the show.
3: <laughs> well, I think it's important uh, that we talk about kind of like what uh, what this series as a whole could lead to. Um, especially with some of the things that were brought up in this particular episode. Um like, right off the bat, we learn about the, sort of the history of Kamala's grandmother, right? Um, yeah. And we learn that her family, I'm still confused, like, her family is descended from the clandestines?
0: They made it sound like uh, Aisha, is that her name? Yeah. Aisha? Uh, her great-grandma is uh, one of the clandestines, one of the djinn, mm-hmm. and that um, her uh, her grandmother is Aisha's daughter, her mother is Aisha's granddaughter, and she's Aisha's great-granddaughter.
3: Okay, so she's part of this djinn birth line. Um, now, the clandestine is the thing that, I immediately was like, oh, I got to look this up. Like, this is something, right? And upon looking it up, I was even more excited to see what the clandestine was tied to, because I want it. Um, (laughs) So the clandestine is a, like, super, super deep lore Marvel thing. Um, Excuse me. They're actually... (laughs) As dumb as this is going to sound, uh, the clandestine, which sounds cool, is actually Clan Destine, um, mm-hmm. which was Adam of Destine, and I'm going to say this wrong, but a uh, Yeah. Yeah, who's a djinn. And mm-hmm. they were in a handful of comics back in the 90s with the X Men. X Men. <laughs> <laughs> so. This is super exciting because, you know, we've talked about it in the comics. Her power, uh, Miss Marvel's powers are more inhuman mutant abilities as opposed to this like cosmic power that she has right now. So I think that this really could be something in the future. Like maybe they're just waiting to figure out how to do stretchy arms with skin texture and make it not look goofy. Yeah. So that they can work it in. But giving it feels like
1: potentially we could get like a swap, right? It's like Mm -hmm here, take this technology that we still have no clue what it really is. And I'm going to swap it for the mist. That's basically just going to unlock all my powers and I can just start doing things.
3: Exactly. And it, it'll be so easy for them to seamlessly <laughs> do. They'll be like, Oh, the, Oh no, the bracelet broke. And yeah. Oh, well, then she sucked in the mist and now she can do all that stuff normally. So it's like, okay. All right. But
1: Also to that note, like we kind of know that there is a second bracelet. We just don't know who has it where it is. Yeah. And that could be an easy crossover as we finally meet the person that has it. And they're like, hey, there's this other thing that you could go about Mm -hmm. and still use your powers
3: without this. And on top of that, we see, I mean, uh, this is all like within the first five minutes of the episode. uh, We see that the bracelet is not on a normal arm. They say it's on a severed arm, even though mm-hmm. the arm is clearly stuck onto something. So I don't. And it it's also blue. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. it's a <laughs> it's a Cree arm. Uh, we could assume, and the Cree play like a huge role in the Marvel universe as a mm-hmm. whole. And so it's exciting to like learn maybe these are some sort of Cree artifacts, um, which is what. Captain Marvel is searching for in theory. So and we see that they're standing on a Ten Rings logo. <laughs> so this kind of pulls us back into the Shang-Chi Ten Rings like those were Kree artifacts, potentially some sort of like cosmic mm-hmm. alien tech. So I wouldn't be surprised if we got maybe Wong showing up, since he was the one kind of dealing with Shang Chi, or maybe Shang Chi shows up, which would be exciting. I don't know. I feel like we could. It could be. I.
1: I think we're gonna get some other people too. Ooh, like who? The X men We can X-Men. talk about <laughs> an hour. <talk> about... <laughs> Professor Xavier will
2: show
1: up. <laughs> No. I mean, I guess we can talk about it now. Like, I could uh cause so much happens in the first five minutes, like like we've already talked about. Like, the fact that this is kind of leading into the Ten Rings definitely makes me feel like there could be a big chance that we'll see Shang-Chi. Um, but I think we'll see American Chavez too. I think we could definitely see them both. It's just the question is, is how is it going to be presented? Is it gonna be Miss Marvel being thrown in different directions of, like, you got to make a choice on, you know, where you want to go, what you need to do, or is it just going to be, like, all these people kind of cross paths, and America Chavez just kind of shows up and says, y'all got to come with me. Because she'll probably be with Wong, right?
3: Yeah. I mean, we, you know, that's kind of where we left her, so.
1: Yeah. And Wong is, you know, he kind of found Shang-Chi, and so maybe, and potentially maybe we'll only see Wong, and he's like, hey, I've got people you need to meet.
3: I mean, but I'd be excited for it. I I don't know I think, that I want her to like join the like Wong School of Magic, but right. I could see, you know, him at least coming and looking at the bracelet. Yeah. It's not a but bracelet But at the same it
1: time it's like Bree Larson needs to show up eventually. <laughs> like
3: right. what do you yeah, do you mean, think? Like, Come on. She kind of has to. <laughs> bangle that's the word i was looking for <laughs> the bangle yeah yeah um i yeah i feel like this the beginning of this episode opened so many doors that like i really hope that they go through one of them it doesn't like at this point i don't care which one i just want them to go through one of them um you know marvel is really good at setting things up that pay off later. Mm-hmm. But this seemed like too in your face of a setup for them not to pay it off at some point in the next two episodes.
0: I was yeah. like positive whenever they were rattling off all the names that they're known by. I was absolutely sure that they were going to say inhumans.
3: Uh yeah, I thought that too. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure every
1: everyone was expecting that. But the things that they did you know, I did research as well. What's really curious about this group is I think one of their names was like the, the unseen or something like that, Mm -hmm. which essentially means that they can get past the watcher. Mm -hmm. So there is some tie in with the watcher that we see in what if, and, um, this little group can kind of get around, navigate around his point of his area of vision, which is kind of cool. Mm hmm.
3: I so, do want them to explain yeah. their abilities a little bit more. Yeah. Um, they they kind of talk about having, like, powers. But all we really see is the one guy taps his chest and it turns into a some sort of, like, hammer pull. <laughs> yeah. And that's really it. Like, we don't see any other abilities other than potentially, like, some sort of, you know, superhuman strength. But that's mm-hmm. that's kind of, like general superhero ability so
0: yeah like perhaps stupidly i didn't think to look up anything like in universe or in marvel about the clandestines but i did look up stuff about jen i did the minimalist possible amount of research about jen because i had professional development today but what i found out was first of all they are often invisible which explains why they're sometimes called the unseen um and that they are shapeshifters. And it mentioned several shapes that they frequently take, and you know, it's things like scorpions and stuff like that. Never Captain Marvel, but... <laughs> I did think that it was... I uh, thought it was neat that they tied that into the abilities that we've seen Kamala demonstrate so far. Because, And that's also kind of what she is early in the comics, is she's essentially like a shapeshifter. hmm
2: hmm
3: Yeah, I'm interested to see if that will play a bigger role moving forward. Um... Now knowing that like that's a djinn trait as well. Like mm-hmm. they talk about the light the noom or whatever that and it keeps them from aging. But also I wonder does that pass on? Because they have children? Or is that just for them and the children have some of like the djinn abilities but not the full package
0: i mean kamran is aging normally and uh Mm -hmm. kamala's mom Mm -hmm. and grandma have both aged normally so i guess then unless they have like something that can unlock those abilities for themselves so they can use it then it doesn't do anything Mm -hmm. so they need the bangle
1: (laughs) (laughs) i wonder if it's like a choice type thing too like they're choosing not to kind of go down this uh heroic villainous path and just leave a normal life and that kind of stuff just goes away
3: well I want to know too what uh so Thor started it off right describing the nine realms which like if you know anything about uh, Norse mythology then you know the nine realms mm-hmm. and throughout these series so far we've kind of learned about these other realms of existence uh like the ancestral plane i don't remember what the egypt one was called but
0: the um <clears throat> something kind of reeds field of reeds oh the field reeds. yeah field of reeds yeah.
3: so like we're learning that there's these different planes that like in our world tie to sort of different religions the jinn talk about how they came from a different Realm as well, or a different universe. So I'm wondering, now moving forward, we have Thor, Love and Thunder coming out soon. It, I mean, soon in a couple months. Um, a month. Yeah, a month. that's right, a month. Oh my gosh. Um, and we're going to see some Greek gods. So I'm wanting to know, moving forward, is this are these different universes, or are these different? Realms in this universe, Hmm. like it's very like Asgard as a realm, sometimes is described as like being in space, right? But then other times they have to use like the Bifrost to get to other realms. So, but when the Bifrost is destroyed, they get on a spaceship and the spaceship flies away and eventually whatever, they get picked up and brought back to Earth. So, are these realms just different, like, galaxies in one universe? Or, I don't know, it's so confusing. Because, like, if Thor is in this universe, and there's a Thor in a different universe, then you would think that Asgard, as being a realm, or, like, where the djinn are from being a realm, is more like, no, they could just get on a spaceship, right? And, like, fly home. They don't, like, have to have this magic bracelet that opens a portal to get back home. It's all confusing. It's very confusing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, what even is (laughs) Yggdrasil? How's that work?
3: So I, I... I don't know that they will ever really explain this because I think it just, you know, it's a the it's comic book. We're just supposed to be like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> but I think we're getting, it's getting a little muddy now with there being so many planes of existence, but also the multiverse, but also we're about to do Quantumania, which like seems to be its own thing. So, I. I, Quantum realm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So,
3: like, it's. (laughs) ah, I don't understand.
1: I, you know, I don't either, but I'm going off of what Marvel's saying that it's all going to make sense
3: soon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sure, Kevin.
3: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, Well, speaking about multiverses, we get a reference to uh, Dr. Eric Selvig in this episode. Uh, bruno brings him up which is a fun little nod i know (laughs) it's a fun little nod uh to the overall marvel universe but it's interesting because poor dr eric is like uh, he's been through it you know he like he was excited (laughs) he found thor he got taken over and turned evil he is crazy sort of but also he's like really smart So I want to know.
1: I hope he comes back.
3: Yeah, I want to know if we're going to see him since Bruno is going to Caltech. Do we think that maybe he'll see Eric or like he'll be in his class or Eric will somehow help with this problem? It seems like I'm not
0: sure that Bruno's going to go to Caltech. Yeah, true. Because he really wants to stay with Kamala. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's definitely, he's like, doesn't want to leave her for sure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I'm wondering, you know, because because when we go into, when they talk about like the power that it takes, like the power of the sun, which is essentially hinting towards uh, America Chavez, I wonder if Bruno's going to play a role to kind of help build out some sort of tech that's going to help control the ability or Mm -hmm. help kind of harness it and do things with it.
3: I mean, that Um, maybe that's what the gloves at the beginning of the series were like a mm -hmm. foreshadowing Mm -hmm. is that he is going to design some sort of glove for her to wear. That's going to help her control her power better or something. Although I feel like, and again, this is just, I feel like this is just the norm now whenever we have someone that doesn't quite understand how to control their power, whenever it's convenient, they're like masters of controlling their power. And so I, part of me is like, yeah, she does need something to help like channel her power. But another part of me is like, well, I mean, she seemed to be fine using her power in this episode and like towards the end of last episode. So I don't know. I don't know what it would do other than amplify the power, but they also haven't really explained like what she needs to do. They're just like, yeah, you have the power. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. (laughs) The power to (laughs) what? I don't understand. So I don't know if, if they're going to be searching for the other bangle or if the one is enough and,
1: doesn't seem like they're they have any desire or at least kamala has any desire to find the other one Mm -hmm. this is definitely heavily focused around family especially with like you know will we actually get to meet her grandmother like they're always facetiming um i think that's where this
3: it seems like that's where we're going next episode potentially yeah yeah For the train, which I paused and stared at, and I don't see anything in particular that stands
1: out. Before we get to the train, I didn't look this up, but did you pause on the license plate and look up that number? Because it seemed like that camera angle went whoop right there and stayed for a second. And I I I haven't found anything (laughs) related to that license plate number.
3: I didn't. I'm going to assume, though, whenever I see numbers now, just... Purely based on all of the other times we've seen numbers in these shows, mm-hmm. that it it relates some way to a comic book release. Yeah, um,
1: it's either that or like uh, someone who works on the shows like
3: birthdays. Right. <laughs> I so moving forward through this episode, we kind of see her basically. Prepping and then going to her brother's wedding. Um, Mm -hmm. There were some fun, lighter moments. Uh, I really enjoyed the whole dance scene at the wedding. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, (laughs) Even when she pulls the fire alarm and they go outside and there's like another bride and groom and she's like (laughs) sobbing. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, (laughs) And I think that this series is doing a good job of like towing the line. Well, I get, how do I say this? I think they're doing a good job of sticking to Marvel being Marvel, Mm -hmm. but trying to pull in the like darker side of Marvel that they've been trying to, you know, inch into Mm -hmm. the content um, I think in this show, it's coming across more like uh, just neons in like dark spaces, if that makes sense. Like a lot of the places they go, like they turn the lights off and there's like a flashing Light in the background and it's super like oh oh my gosh this is
1: spooky this was straight up jurassic park vibes yeah oh yeah yeah (laughs) this was like (laughs) being chased by a bunch of
3: velociraptors
1: (laughs) yeah that was totally the vibes i was getting from this and i was committed i was all in
3: yeah (laughs) but i think that they they do such a great job of them like following that or like intercutting that with the comedy moments of like the bride and groom crying outside that their wedding is ruined and and stuff like that. And I, I think that's like, that's always been Marvel's like what sets Marvel apart is that they know Mm -hmm. how to give you serious stuff, but then also make you laugh so that you're not like too sad or upset or scared or whatever. So I think that this show is continuing that tradition of doing such a great job at that, especially Mm -hmm. with such like a, relatively young cast like for the main characters um and i mean i think we're going to see these characters for a while especially knowing you know they're going to do the thunderbolts movie i assume they'll do some like new avengers movie at some point with like all of these characters that we're getting now um so it's exciting to see marvel still being marvel yeah yeah even as they're trying to like change things up a little bit. So it's not just the same over and over and over. Um, I am nervous because I think that the end of this series is going to be just like the end of all the other series where it's going to feel like the last episode is just like a little bit rushed for seemingly no reason. Um, but so far I'm, I'm enjoying it. I think it's fun. Uh, there was another big moment that i wanted to talk about uh when the department of damage control shows up again um and this time they have what seem to be like i'll say super soldiers but they're not
1: no souped i found, up, but
3: oh i can't remember what they're called they're like called the cape killers cape, cape killers yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's what this is supposed to be, or if that is what this is supposed to be, because um, I think the Cape Killers are like a shield thing. Um, but man, Department of Damage Control is like really coming across as like a not great organization. <laughs> <laughs> like they're just—I don't—I don't know, and I don't know what's going to happen next. Like they basically bust in shoot everybody with their sound wave guns and then tie up all the gin. And Mm -hmm. Kamala gets away, even though she's right there. And I was like, how did nobody see her right there? But (laughs) we'll let that slide. Um, (laughs) So I'm like, what is happening? What, what do we think that they are up to? You know what? This sounds like a job for Matt Murdoch. <laughs> <laughs> another option, another door that they could easily walk into or Matt Murdoch and foggy show up to right. help, help get all these gin out of trouble.
0: He is that... mere miles away. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs>
1: hmm. Yeah. I don't know where this is going to go, um, but I've, I have a feeling we're going to see them again quite soon in uh,
3: mm-hmm. She-Hulk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. I I don't know what where the show wants us to go as far as the villain. Um,
1: well, I, I like what it's doing right now because we're going into, like, some territory that's more, like, very like old school Marvel lore. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about this and reading into it and seeing that it does tie in with X-Men and, and kind of ties as well into like with the watcher and that realm, like super cool. And I like that, that Mm -hmm. is not predictable. Like I've just been kind of waiting for the inventor to pop up and it's just going to (laughs) be like this, you know, traditional, like here's your main hero. Here's your traditional main villain. Go head to head. Um. Yeah, I think they're doing something really cool.
3: I agree. I really enjoy it. The only thing I worry about is time. Yeah, it's, um, it's always time. With these yeah, chairs. because like at least if there's a singular villain or not even a singular villain, if, the, if they picked an organization that was the villain, like at least we know kind of who the character is fighting against and where they're going. And in this, yeah. it's kind of like Kamala is trying to figure out who she is and how to be a superhero. Mm-hmm. But she's also dealing with now her distant relatives who are crazy Jen from another dimension and want to like force her to basically sacrifice herself to send them home. Yeah. And she has to deal with the department of damage control that seems like it should be a good organization, but it's also kind of sketchy, and it seems like they're like capturing <laughs> superhero people. So,
1: and being disrespectful her best in the mosque. <laughs>
3: yeah, and now her best friend knows, right?
1: But um, her family still doesn't. So, very this is getting very like it's Spider-Man territory. Yeah, like, what do I do? What do I do?
0: Okay, one thing I don't think that I caught, and y'all probably did, and I didn't. But why is Nakia so upset when she finds out that uh, Kamala has been Miss Marvel this whole time? Is it just because she didn't tell her?
3: I would assume so. I would
1: lean towards that. That's
3: that seems to be the go-to like reason why the best friend gets upset. Is like you didn't tell it, me.
1: Again, this is it's very Disney-esque. Like that's just traditional. You know, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, and that's. <laughs> If that's the whole reason, it reminds me of a book that I just finished and that I hated because the whole thing is, sorry, small tangent. (laughs) The girl in the book goes on this big vacation. She meets a guy, she falls in love, and then he reveals after they've gotten engaged that he's a little bit younger than he initially said. Not a lot, not creepy a lot, just a little bit, a few years, and that he's extremely wealthy and titled and she's so horrified and upset that she goes back to America. And I was like <laughs> <laughs> So, let me let me okay. <laughs> You're mad. <laughs> <laughs> because he's going to be better looking for longer
3: <laughs> and wealthy.
0: And because he's got all the money in the world and a literal castle.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: It invented conflict that would be anybody else would be like oh dear
3: it's weird because like i I agree like if if my best friend came up to me and was like no i'll take that back because that's not what happens if i went (laughs) somewhere and i saw my best friend shooting laser beams out of their hands i would be like oh my gosh that's so cool how did you get to do that like what are you doing How are you doing that? And on the flip side, if I had superpowers, I think I talked about this already, I would be the worst at having a secret identity. I would be like, I'd get on the podcast tomorrow and be like, guys, look, watch this. Look what I can do. Like, I don't,
1: Uh, so. You would just, yeah, you'd be like, breaking episode, I'm Iron Man. Yeah. End episode. Yeah,
3: and then the show would end because I'd be in like a, black site prison for the rest of my life because I jumped about outside and flew. I don't know, whatever. Uh, So I, I don't understand why she gets upset from a like emotional perspective, but from like a movie perspective, it's like, it seems like, yeah, it's, it's pretty basic. Like, ah, the best friend's upset because, her friend you're didn't supposed tell to tell her. me everything right yeah. and I would feel the same like if she told her family and they got upset it'd be yeah. like why are you guys upset like she was she didn't tell you because she was trying to protect you like classic superhero right like again I wouldn't be mad at my friend for not telling me I would be like oh you're probably trying to keep it a secret so I don't know
0: I did literally yell at the screen at the end of this episode tell your parents. <laughs> Whenever they're asking, they're like, just please tell us what's going on with you. We're here to help. And I'm like, they are here to help. Mm-hmm. They're your mom and dad. And there's no reason why you should not share with them this thing that has happened. Especially now she's not going to be able to give it a secret anymore because they have to go see her Nana mm-hmm. back in Pakistan.
3: Right. And, like, how is she going to explain that?
0: Yeah. Be like, we have to go see Nana for a, a reason that is totally unrelated to this <laughs> bangle that I'm no longer taking off.
1: And just the other question around that is, how many... S- or who within the family saw the vision as well? Yeah, is it just those two, or could who else you know would have saw this train?
0: Maybe yeah, maybe Nana has the other bangle, and that's why she can see it.
3: See that? That's yeah, that's a Definitely. good. I like that. I feel like they're gonna either never explain it, or it's gonna be like. Oh, the aunt actually had it this whole time. But she needed yeah. a, she needed the, somebody with enough power to control both bangles. I don't
1: no, know. I think Wong's going to show up and take them and be like, we need these. Sorry, bye.
3: <laughs> That's how the You're episode
0: You're 15. You can't have these <laughs> Yeah.
3: So I, I'm excited to see what happens next week. I am nervous because we have three episodes down, three to go. We're at an okay place in the show. I think like storyline wise, you know, there's time to wrap this up neatly and nicely. I don't think that's going to happen, but there's time. So don't don't do that. Don't be a downer. (laughs) This is
1: awesome show.
3: It is. It is a great show. I don't want it to end. Honestly, if they, if they would continue making this just nonstop, I'd love it. Um, uh I did want to say in this episode They kind of reverted back To the classic text bubbles Popping up when she was texting people And I was mm-hmm. like ah, boo come on Because they went past a sign Like a neon sign on her wall Or something That was like a speech bubble and said hello And I yeah. thought I was like oh cool We're going to get another, another fun like behind the scenes Text conversation But then that didn't happen and then it was just normal no. text messages And I was like Alright uh but yeah, I I do want them to bring that back. A lot of the stuff they did in the first episode and second episode, they kind of didn't in this one. Mm-hmm. And I hope that they bring that back. I really enjoyed like the cartoony hand-drawn animation stuff that was thrown in the first episode. So I hope that that kind of comes back more. I think that it would fit well without feeling like forced. Uh, in this in this series although I will say that this episode has me thinking they're going to get a little bit more serious the next couple episodes uh, as opposed to the light lightheartedness that we've been getting definitely
1: go more serious I guess uh, another thing this is another thing I was kind of like just feels like it's probably going to happen is like you know she's gifted she she gets a gift before going to the wedding opens it and it's the mask Mm mm-hmm just basically going to become, you know, the superhero mask. So I'm like, are we going to get a, a new montage of like coming up with the official Miss Marvel outfit? Mm-hmm. But then, you know, they're still like calling her Nightlight. We're still, you know, there's not Miss Marvel yet. So I'm like, ah, oh, that's going to be like the very last like line of the series oh, probably. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> well, we've seen her um, like twice now, I think, somebody hand her her red scarf. Yeah, In both times, yeah. I'm like, here it comes. Yeah. Oh, she's going to put on her comic accurate outfit. No, it never happens. <laughs> every no. time she walks out the door, I'm like, is she wearing a blue shirt? No. Okay. No. Right. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> It'll yeah. happen. It'll happen. It's they've done be... it. Every, every show so far, they've yeah. done it. I, I definitely mean, do it.
1: I, that just feels like that's, that's the finale. This is donning the suit, <laughs> the official suit. Maybe has the name, maybe not either save friends or family Mm -hmm. be, be the superhero. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. She had her, uh, her Peter Parker moment. Yeah. Uh, in this episode as well. Good. Isn't the thing you do or good. Isn't the thing you are. It's something you do. Mm -hmm. Um, so she's getting there, learning, learning how to be a new superhero. (laughs) Uh, well, do you guys have any, uh, any, other thoughts on this episode? We miss anything?
0: Um, I just wanted to give a brief shout out to the writer of this episode for coming up with Bruno's line, where he called the clandestines uh, a bunch of ghosts and their average-looking son. Because <laughs> <laughs> I laughed <clears throat> so hard watching
3: it. <laughs> oh, that was that was good. Bruno had a couple good moments in this yeah. episode.
0: He did his little dance in his little suit.
3: I love when the <laughs> The other guy calls him Brian. And he's like, I swear he's calling me the wrong name on purpose. <laughs> on purpose <yeah. laughs>
1: I like the moment. Uh, I guess a couple of last little kind of thoughts in my head is like, I did like the moment with Bruno and uh, Kamala's dad. He's mm-hmm. just kind of like, Hey, don't tell like, this is like my guilty pleasure. Oh, you're <laughs> doing homework. Let me help you. And let me dive into all of this history and not question it at all. Of like, why are you really gonna get into <laughs> right. this?
3: Right. Yeah. He just <laughs> like reads it all about, and then leaves. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I like the moments with with uh, with Bruno and the family for sure. Um, but yeah, that's like scratch. I was scratching my head. Like, I don't know. I just feel like that's not like your average school kind of homework. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have been questioning like, what are you really doing?
3: And also, he said it was all in Urdu, right? So, yeah. Did he think that he could? I mean, I don't know. Bruno's supposed to be super smart. Maybe Bruno can read it, but like, probably. <laughs> I was I was so confused. I was like, wait, so he has a bunch of pages printed out, and he doesn't know how to read them?
0: There's apps for that. Yeah, now. true. Yeah, he's probably He'll take
3: written, a picture. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's probably he's probably written his own. <laughs> but no, yeah. Just I'm still like curious on where this is going to go because it does seem like we're getting back into this like super dark territory of like these people are kind of like genies but they may be evil genies and then there's like all this thing of like you've got to leave now they are going to kill everyone in this room and i'm just like this is thanos level evil like mm-hmm. how big is this going to get like what is this really leading to because when you're talking about like mass killing like bring on the avengers like hmm
3: Well, and it even kind of seemed like when they were explaining who they were and where they were from, it kind of sounded like even where they were from, they were powerful. They weren't just like normal citizens of the realm or whatever. It seemed like. So, yeah. They were
0: exiled, so they were bad.
3: Yeah. They messed up. Yeah. So, again, like, I want to know what their powers are. Because, like, we haven't seen anything other than super strength. Yeah. And random weapons that show up,
1: Uh, you know. And this kind of has this vibe of like, did they encounter the Eternals? Was there ever Mm -hmm. a battle with the Eternals?
0: They know that the Eternals are robots. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Right? Yeah. I almost forgot that because I was gonna say oh yeah they're, they're kind of like Eternally maybe they, yeah. they have something to do with the Eternals oh. and then I was like ah oh, well the Eternals are a bunch of fake robots made in a factory mm-hmm. so who, I i don't know that we'll ever see the Eternals again
0: The uh, the Bon Jovi cover band at the wedding <laughs> <laughs> First of all great moment I love them yeah. so much they're like we do Diwali's we do King Sanjarat's <laughs> It was so good, but it also made me remember, like, this show is very, very, uh, it's very rooted in its New Jersey setting, Mm -hmm. and it prompted me to look up any times Marvel had anything whatsoever to do with Arkansas. (laughs) (laughs) It turns out there's not a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that there was once where the S.H.I.E.L.D. carrier apparently crashed somewhere in Arkansas in one of the comics, and I was like, that's neat. (laughs) Build that here. We'd love it. Yeah. And there were only, only felt like three characters who were supposed to be from here in the entire Marvel Universe. And I already know about two of them. The X-Men are, I'm not, I'm not kidding, listeners. They were named Redneck and Razorback. Nailed it. <laughs> And then another female character called Tigra. I don't know anything about Tigra. She looked like a cat lady. I don't know what group she's in. All I had was pictures of Tigra. She's so a, there you go. If they villain. make a Marvel show in Arkansas, we've got Redneck, Razorback, and Tigra, <laughs> and possibly a carrier situation.
3: There you go. <laughs> I, think <laughs> she's really a, <laughs> I think she's a villain in uh, mm-hmm. in Spider-Man. Because she's one of the like animal-themed villains that Craven hunts when he's doing his like crazy last hunt or whatever.
2: Uh,
0: We're getting a Craven we may movie.
1: we may need to talk about that if we want to if if we want to get into some of that because I'm very concerned now
3: about what Craven or just the yeah Sony we'll do- movies.
1: Do we just want to get into that stuff? Yeah,
0: sure. I mean, we got the time. Yeah.
1: So they there was an announcement about around Craven and kind of the, some of the, the story of the film coming out, but he's not really Craven, the hunter, he's Craven, the animal
3: lover. What? Yeah.
0: I don't hate it as a concept, but it seems very different from what what the fans will be expecting.
1: A hundred percent. And that's (laughs) like, every fan is just like, what are you doing to this character? Like, So his name is literally Craven the Hunter, and it's like going in this very polar opposite direction for this Spider-Man spinoff, which I don't even think Spider-Man's going to be in it, that we know of. But who knows? So here's the the, Sony. Come on.
3: Here's the thing. As someone, (laughs) as someone who works for a True Sanctuary, Big Cat Sanctuary in Arkansas. Uh, I will say that I understand not wanting to show a problematic hunter that just basically kills for sport. I mean, that's like what he does. Mm-hmm. From a Marvel fan side of it, I think that First of all, he's a villain. It's not, you know, it's not like a good guy that hunts, you know, exotic animals on the side. Yeah. He's a villain. So I think that, you know, it would be fine to just let him be Craven the Hunter, the villain. But also, it being like a spin off movie that may or may not even have spider-man in it maybe it's like some weird origin story movie and so it's like he likes animals the whole time but then something tragic happens and then he becomes craven the hunter but like even that is like why why spend money on a backstory movie like that for for like a side villain character i don't i don't know I, no one does it seems yeah it seems like a stretch yeah it's like no <laughs> the line that i
1: guess he was told to say unless well, i don't know i'm just going off of he's just a hunter a human with conviction an animal lover and a protector of the natural world He's a very, very cool character.
0: Does that mean he's hunting people?
3: <laughs> I mean, he does. But also, he's not a cool character. He he, I don't... isn't a protector of the natural world. Yeah. He's uh, he's like a crazy guy who values primordial strength over mm-hmm. everything else. Like, he likes to wrestle things to the ground and kill them with his knife. Like, right. I don't, again, I, it's weird when they make these movies, like I even think back to, which like I still haven't even seen it, uh, the Joker movie, I, please go watch that. I don't understand a, a backstory movie to show us how a villain became a villain. Like if you want to throw that at the beginning of a movie or like a seat, like if that movie then was followed up by a Batman movie about him fighting the Joker, like then that's one thing I guess, but like this weird set of movies, like even Morbius, like it wasn't good and it ended and it was like, well, yeah, like, who cares what happens next? Like, we don't even know. Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Is he a vampire vampire? Is he a scientist? I don't know. I have no idea. And I feel like that's what these movies are going to be. Like, that's what the Craven movie is going to be. It's going to be a bad movie that gets terrible reviews and <laughs> ends in a way that is like, and we never saw Craven again. Like,
0: <laughs> no, no,
1: no, no, yeah. <laughs> It's a tough one. It's also, you know, a January release, which historically that's kind of like, yeah. That's where you dump
0: all your movies that aren't big (laughs) enough to be blockbusters in the summer and they're not good enough to be Oscar contenders in December.
3: Yeah. So, I don't know. My hopes are very, very low. Expectations, I should say, not hopes, because I don't hope anything for that movie. <laughs> uh,
0: wait, wait, well. wait, wait! Sorry, I gotta, I gotta ask this. So this is not Marvel related, but it's adjacent. Have y'all seen the reports that the sequel to the Joker movie is going to be a musical, and that Lady Gaga is going to play Harley Quinn?
3: I yes. have, yes,
1: yes. The
0: pure chaos of that <laughs> almost makes you want to go watch the first
1: one. I'm on board.
0: Not quite, but almost.
1: um, uh, I'm, I'm on board with it. Because Joker. All the movies. Yeah. But I mean, if you haven't watched Joker, it is. It's fantastic. It's so good. I just. No, don't. No, no,
3: no, It's just not a story I care about. You know, like, I feel like I I know know. the Joker's
1: backstory. But no one really does. That's what's brilliance about it.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't, I, I, it's not for me. Like, uh, it, again, gonna I'm going to, I'm going to reference Morbius.
2: I, I don't uh, care. It's... I don't
3: care. You know, like just, just give me already made scary vampire Morbius. I don't need to see him <laughs> splice his jeans with a bat and then become a vampire and fight his best friend who's also a vampire <laughs> But they both also have this crazy disease that's killing them. Like, I don't care. That, <laughs> just skip it. Feels Do you like...
0: think Craven's going to have a part where he's like, these creatures have accepted me as one of their own? <laughs> Probably. <Back or> like <laughs> a
3: Yeah. And then his best friend is going to be a hunter, and then he's going to kill his best friend. And then, and then sing together. about it. yeah, <laughs> and,
1: and then break into a song. This yeah. episode feels like we've gone into like a Seinfeld-esque vibe.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i know uh, <laughs> just sony just stop like
0: you're exhausting yourselves bb's yes
3: you're trying too hard for stuff nobody <laughs> wants just give it to marvel let them do their thing
0: if they want to make some money they need to buy up all the rights to these romance novel series like netflix did with bridgerton and just churn them out mm, yeah that's
1: yeah. Make yeah. all
0: the money. Yeah. Get unknowns like they did. Pay the author a few million dollars. You're good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. License to print money.
3: Toss the Marvel stuff to Marvel. Let them have it.
0: Yeah, we don't, don't need think
3: it. Think of something. Think of something else. Like, what's the last Marvel movie that did well for Sony?
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly. The like first Spider-Man maybe.
0: Venom. I...
3: Did that do well? <laughs>
0: I mean, I think it must have done well enough.
3: I think it did, but only overseas, right? I think it did well I mean,
0: overseas. It counts. It counts. It
3: does, but like, also, <laughs> it doesn't because.
1: And the um, the script for Venom Three is done apparently.
3: Like, why? What? Why? Why? <laughs> who, who wants it?
0: Did they write it on black paper with white
3: ink? What they need to Uh, do is they need to toss Venom into the Marvel Universe and make it Agent Venom, cool guy, hanging out with Guardians of the Galaxy, call it a day. He shows up every now and then. Done. No Hmm. more weird Tom Hardy villain slash hero. Like, what's the next Venom movie going to be? He's going to be fighting some more symbiotes. Like, don't Probably, care. Probably, maybe. <laughs> We've seen it, and it wasn't great.
0: If Kevin Foggy or whoever it is that runs Sony is listening, we'll be happy with producer credits for <laughs> these projects. <laughs> right. Come to fruition.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Venom did the bulk of it overseas. The budget was $100 million.
0: Oh, that's so much money.
1: U.S. and Canada did... Two hundred thirteen point five million worldwide was eight hundred fifty million.
0: That's way too much money for Venom.
3: Yeah, yeah, and for a movie that the whole second half of the movie you can't even tell what's going on because it's too—it's a gray blob and a black blob fighting at night in the rain. Like, <laughs> yeah. whose smart idea was that?
0: <laughs>
3: yep. Ugh. Oh, well,
1: I need to hear your thoughts real quick on Multiverse of Madness because. <laughs> there's one thing that's been bugging me because it's something you've said before in past episodes. And to me, it feels like it's very heavy in this movie and I'm just like dying to like,
3: okay. So yes, I have finally joined the, uh, the club of everyone else. That's a fan. I got to see the movie. (laughs) Uh, and I really enjoyed it. I think that it had a couple dodgy moments with some of the CG, um, but it was fine. That's fine. The majority of it was great. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought that the ending was just like all other Marvel things now, where it just felt a little convenient and rushed for no reason right at the climax. Um, I think that I was surprised that we didn't find out that Wanda in 818 or whatever wasn't like magneto's daughter i thought that that would have been like an easy thing to toss in there if we got professor mm. xavier spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie yet i guess uh <laughs> but i don't know i enjoyed it it was fun well i i don't know what i brought up though
1: I <laughs> i'm trying to and you'll have to correct me but I know you said, like, the one one thing you kind of, like, nitpick over or that you very dislike is movies that have scripts where they're basically just talking to the audience like they're idiots. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was so heavy in this. And, like, my first watch, that's all I was picking up on. <laughs> and in the back of my mind, I was like, Drew's going to hate this movie. So
3: I yes. yes, I think that uh, I definitely am excited to, like, watch it again and again and again and and pull things Mm -hmm. apart a little bit more. Um, But yes, I think that they, (laughs) they like explained things that were being explained while they were doing, like, (laughs) he's like, I'm tying my shoe as he ties his shoe. Like, uh, yeah, I get it. Um, I think that they, they did it on the parts that I didn't care about and they didn't explain the things that I wanted to know. Okay. Um, They didn't explain America at all. Right. Like, at, ever. They were just like, this is America Chavez. She can travel through dimensions. But she knew that and later she says she's been to 72 of them or whatever. 73 mm-hmm. of them. But also she can't control her powers, so like how are you jumping around between all these universes acting like you just were exploring them you don't know how to use your powers. I don't know. There were cuz yeah, it's there were those convenient things that mm-hmm. that I feel like Marvel's leaning a little heavy on while they're trying to build this like crazy story mm-hmm. around it. But I think that it at least had enough going for it that I was like, okay. That's fine. I you know, like them burying the Doctor Strange, I was like, oh, okay, well that's the zombie Doctor Strange from the <laughs> the trailer, and then yeah, sure enough, at the end of the movie, that's the zombie Doctor Strange, like dream walking Doctor Strange, like okay, um, you know, I don't know, I think it was fun, I enjoyed it, yeah. I I felt like yeah they they had to like explain things to me. But also, they at least did explain some things that I felt, like, needed to be. Like, they explained a little bit more about how the Illuminati formed and, like, why Mm -hmm. they formed and what happened on their Earth. Like, that stuff I was fine with. Um, But then, yeah, there were other things that, like, weren't explained at all that was, like, why wouldn't you explain that? Like, all the Ultron robots. Why was, like, was that... Tony Stark was that Hank Pym? Who made those Ultron? Was that Bruce Banner? You know, like who made the Ultron? See, that's what I thought too. But then I was like,
1: it's not really answered. But it's kind of, you know, the way they introduce Reed, it's like this is like the smartest man in the universe mm-hmm. or something. And, but um, he's
3: part of the Fantastic Four. Where are the other three?
1: Yeah, like I haven't been cast yet.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right.
3: Yeah. So.
1: I don't know why that bothered me so much. I actually ended up um, going to see it in theater for a third time. (laughs) And um, definitely after the first viewing, um, a lot of that stuff kind of faded away from me and I enjoy it a lot more.
3: Mm -hmm. Um, And now it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Hooray. Yeah. In IMAX on Disney Plus, if you have an IMAX theater in your house, which. Oh, really? Probably not, but you never know. Uh, (laughs) So. definitely go watch it if you haven't and you're a Disney Plus subscriber which I assume you would be listening to this podcast
1: yeah but I think it's still in theaters so you know
3: it is I think it's in theaters for another three weeks or something Something Two weeks. if you don't want to
1: see dinosaurs go watch Marvel
0: and if you've already seen Top Gun Everett
3: (laughs) Uh, so yeah definitely join us next week for uh, the next episode Episode four of Miss Marvel, as we travel to where are they going? Paxton? Karachi. Yeah. Yep. Uh. Yeah, as we travel there and uh, see what's <laughs> what's going on with this train, and then also get excited because in four weeks, or is it three weeks? No, it has to be four weeks. It is Love and Thunder.
1: Look, I
0: don't know. They've been doing a lot of promotion for it. Yeah. (laughs) I think it comes out
1: the week. July 8th. July 8th. Oh, July 8th. So three weeks.
0: What's coming up? Uh, In about
3: two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So everybody get excited. Uh, We got a lot coming around the corner, including god butchers and Greek gods and... Genies and who knows what else. It's getting crazy on Marvel. <laughs> Do you guys have any uh, one liners this week? Yeah, I don't either. Um, I, don't, I don't. We're halfway there living on a
0: prayer.
3: <laughs>
2: perfect. Uh, See you guys perfect. next week. <laughs>